that? I don't remember. Is it not Fergie? No, 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 no. no. no I can hear the song, but I can't hear the is song. It, yeah, is it not Fergie? No. Oh. <laughs> Watch it be Fergie. <laughs> it's Fergalicious. No! Serena Williams' legendary tennis career has likely ended after she lost at the U.S. Open. Hi! Oh, fuck. It's Le'erary Mishkominem. We speak French now. Je suis Bonsoir. Alpha. Bonsoir! <laughs> Bonsoir! You're not an alpha. Je suis Alpha. How do you say delusional in French? Delusional. <laughs> what did I say to you? Or I gotta find what I said when you're a hater because I don't remember how to say it. It's two S. Hey, hey, toi or something? Hey, hey, ten, hey. Mm. And I said, oui, oui. <laughs> two S, Hanus. Oh. Je suis heinous. alpha. You heinous. That's a hater. No, I know. It's I'm a not a hater. hater. I've never hated once in my life oh. until I met you guys. <laughs> and now it's my Delusional. fucking. Par- Como dito en delusional? I can't sound Italian. <laughs> you don't see her, but she's literally doing like the Italian. You're doing the Italian accent. Tu es cheval? Hey. Che- cheval? Why was I the only one who got that question? I got, are you a cat? Mm, pussy. You are I what you eat. I got... <laughs> but you don't. I said you are what you eat. Mm. Look, who here is eating pussy currently? Nobody. Well, not currently. <laughs> Once we stop recording, different story. <laughs> Subscribe to our OnlyFans. God, this podcast would pop off. I'm not going to make that next joke. Let's move on. This is Literary Bitchcraft. I'm Alexis. I mean, je m'appelle Alexi. How do I say, say it again? Je, je suis Nicole. Or je suis Nicole. Je suis Nicole. My no, name I'm is or I am. Oh, wait. No, hold on. Sorry. Je... Hello? Je hold on. <laughs> je suis Nicolette. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, it means Colette in uh, Tagalog, though, so it's not a good name in Tagalog. What does that mean in Tagalog? Uh, if the, uh, the word Colette means annoying. So <laughs> when I was really small, and sometimes today... If I'm being annoying, my mom and stepdad say Nicolette. Damn. <laughs> they really just call you the annoying version of your like name? Like Smashly. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to... We didn't introduce Laura oh, yet! Laura! <laughs> Smashly. <laughs> no, that was a good segue. That was a good segue, right? I have something paused. And I'm Laura. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we're talking about First Kill. A short story by... B.E. Schwab. Again. <laughs> Not to bring up Schwab. <laughs> Not to... We should. We haven't brought up Schwab in a long time. I know. Time. Yeah, it's we also haven't us. read any Schwab in a long time. I know. So, people can get mad. Oh, my God. Did you see what... Was it today or yesterday? In her story about Threads of Power, she's like... She's like super, super proud of her upcoming book for... <laughs> for... Darker shades. <laughs> and she was like, it's reaching 200,000 words. And I was like, Victoria! Give me some. Give me some of those. <laughs> Give Victoria! Start writing honky. <laughs> Start writing honky. <laughs> but, oh my god, I'm so excited. That was not to Schwab. I'm not calling Schwab a honky. Yeah, I am. Me a honky. If we were friends, I would. <laughs> but Cue instead, she's just my mother. <laughs> Did you read First Kill? Did you? Did you? She read it, yeah. She yeah. read it before the show came out. I did. Yeah. Okay, you were like, oh, I want to see if it has the part that ends. Like, I'll show, I'll tell you guys the part where the short story ends. So where does the short story end? Because you never told us. So after they leave the... So in the books, they're in a legit closet playing Seven Minutes of Heaven. Seven Minutes in Heaven. Like, it's, like, very much, like, oh, my God. Closet like, or a pantry. Yeah, they're in a pantry in the show, but in the book, in the short story, they're in a closet. And, like, it's really cute because they're, like, getting jabbed by all these hangers and, like... Um, she doesn't even have a real stake because she's so amateur compared to her family. Like, in the show, they don't take her seriously for, like, the first episode. But, like, in the book, it seems like it's, like, all-encompassing of her character arc that her family does not take her seriously. And so she's been hunting. I mean, in the show, she kind of, like, also isn't taken seriously because as soon as they're, like, 
oh, she fucking likes this vampire. Like, but see, it's just because she's fucking and sucking on the enemy. But in the books, like, because the whole thing is they never, like, the whole plot in the short story is like Juliet is head over heels. Like, it, you get each of their side of view. So it's like it's half of a short story, basically, because you get two POVs of a short story. So you get Juliet being like, damn, I'm horny for this girl. She's so pretty. Her hair is so curly and like she smells so good. And like, I just want to know her. And they go in the closet and they make out. And then she's like, I want a snack. (laughs) Oops. In more ways than one. Like, and it's the same plot of like, she's going to have to have her first kill and she doesn't want to. And then it cuts to the end of that is her like biting. (laughs) And then cuts to, why am I forgetting her name? It's Juliet and... Calliope. Calliope. And Calliope, because to her, her family's like, your baby, you fucked up the one chance you had, like in that graveyard scene mm-hmm. where she fucks up and doesn't kill it and her brother almost dies. That happens. And they're like, mm, no, you're not good at murder. Um, and also in the book, instead of like, they have a different symbol for the kills than like what's because in the show what do they have? It's like tattoos. It's like a tattoo almost on their where that is. <clears throat> so it's like dashes in the show, yeah, right? I think in so. the story it's circles around their arm. So like oh, ooh. like the um, Teen Wolf bands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it ends with them in the pantry, and they take Calliope so unseriously that she has a like sharpened drumstick, like a like a drummer drumstick not chicken no we got it I, um, I don't think anyone thought i thought of drumstick chicken because i love chicken okay odie but he just like me for real <laughs> <laughs> she like poises her dagger to kill her so that's all the same as the pantry scene but then they leave the closet like she doesn't kill her or sh- or shiv her or anything they literally just like pull apart and they get broken up by the party being like, your seven minutes are up. And then as they're leaving the closet, they're like kind of hunting each other around the party. And then they're like staring at each other as I think Calliope leaves or Juliet. One of them leaves and one of them's like up on the banister and it's like very dramatic. And they're like, oh my God, like that's my first kill. And then they part. Oh, that's such a good end for a story. So good. It's so good. Like... In the closet, they're like, this is going to be my first, like, romantic experience. And then... Afterwards, they're like, we're they're like oh my kill. god, I'm going to fucking kill. So they become enemies. Like, I yeah, loved that. Cool. And so watching the show, I was like, it's going to be so cool. They're going to be, like, it's almost like academic rivals, but, like, through, like, vampiric and hunting lineage. Was it episode of... one where it stopped being, like, close to the story? Yes. The whole short story is in episode one. Mm. And then it's a whole new story. And the thing is, like, there was so much disservice done to first kill, like, just off of, like, obviously. It being canceled. Well, everything that led up to the canceling. Like, they had no budget. No advertising. No advertising. They had also, like, the, the actress for the mom of. Juliet is like a known actress and they she wasn't utilized in promo promo like the little bit of promo they did at all also finding out how much promo material they had that like was barely used or wasn't used at all like finding all these photos afterwards releasing all these photos after having all those Polaroid photos or not Polaroid but um, reusable camera photos that they had of the cast that just sat there and they just did one tweet about it like you have so much to work with if you gave the cast cameras and we get one tweet. Also, all the interviews they did that I didn't even know about till the show was either almost like canceled or canceled. Yeah, they had a dream five dollars and the support of all the lesbians on Twitter. Yep. And they still did great until Netflix was like, we actually don't care that you guys yeah. did that. Yeah. Their numbers were great. Yeah, their numbers did better than Heartstopper. And yeah. Heartstopper got what, three? Yeah, they'd got an additional two right away. Stupid. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand. Like, yes, Heartstopper has a huge fan base built in, but First Kill built its own. Yeah. So, hmm. I don't get the financial decision there. My only thought was when you were talking about in the book, what's <laughs> bands, and I was like, oh, it's like Teen Wolf. Um, <laughs> Tyler Posey actually had those on him, but then the excuse that they made in. 
Teen Wolf, why the character got them was because they represented Alpha Beta Omega. But they were real tattoos. He actually had the ring tattoos. I don't know what they mean for him. Uh-huh. But like in the show, they're like, oh, we're going to give Scott the tattoos. So don't, we, we don't have to constantly cover them up. And then in the show, the meaning was to represent the Alpha Beta Omega. Oh, my it's God. Just funny we were literally just Laura's laughing because deep we discussion. had a very like. I feel like we should have recorded. We should have started recording that during that, that was discussion. That was, we've only been recording for 13, 14 minutes. That conversation was 20, at least. <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. That's um, when I was sweating. How yeah. it was us arguing, though? That's all half these shows are. That's true. It's just us yelling at each other. Yeah. For some reason, if we're not other. harassing each other, we're yelling at each other. Yeah. The um, shadow of the mic <clears throat> on your boob looked like boob sweat. <laughs> I was sweating. <laughs> Let me dip my nugget in it. I'm going to have a snack. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Have a snack. Now it is. Have a snack. Slay. Oh, shit. Is that the same tune? Yes. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> have a snack. Nicole the chef. Oh my god! It's your own theme song. That's what you're thinking of. Have a snack made for you by Nicole the chef. <laughs> so why do you think? Me and my geography class. Why do you? <laughs> why do you think? That's philosophy. No, but we. Well, kinda... no, because I didn't ask I the question. I got it. Okay. I'm saying it's philosophy. We kind of talked about it during our one last stop episode where red, oh, sorry, this title always is so hard. Red, red white, white, and, and royal, royal blue. blue. Thank you. Got so much love compared. Okay, we're going to touch on the gay versus yeah, lesbian thing. Compared to one last stop. We're not even going to talk about Shara Wilner because um, we just did anyway. But yeah, so one sorry, last Shara. stop didn't receive nearly as much love and adoration as red white and royal blue and then we started talking about lesbians versus gays like why do you think people hate lesbians so much Uh, that's easy they hate because we women but no like honestly not just because i mean yes because people don't like women but even for because i feel like also there's a sense of like lesbian feels like a dirty word in the media people don't even Oh, like JoJo Siwa. People don't like to say it. Yeah. And so, like, it's more acceptable to be a gay man than it is to be a lesbian. Hmm. Because a lot of people, even, like, straight women are like, oh, I understand liking men, but I can't understand liking women. So, like, even if, like, it's just more acceptable to be a gay man. Yeah. Hmm. Not that Mm -hmm. they don't get hate, but it's just Mm -hmm. not nearly the same as, especially in media, Mm, as lesbians get. Yeah. I, I think, like... I mean, also, just as far as media goes, we're just learning how to decenter men from stories. Like, the first thing in my lifetime I think was taken seriously with men decentered was Hunger Games. And as soon as it went to a screen adaptation, the men were recentered. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no media where a man can't be. Like, think about the wilds. Where they added a whole group of boys for basically no reason. And I still it, haven't seen that show. Is that what happened? Well, yeah. there's. It's not like it's not really even spoiler alert. There's just boys are added to the cast. And then it got canceled. It's and supposed it to canceled. be all women, right? Right. Mm-hmm. On a on an island. Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of the right thing? Or like even um, with Yellow Jackets. I was gonna say I haven't seen Yellow Jackets, but I really want to see that one. too. Obviously, it's supposed to be like a female centered show, but frequently the male characters are focused on, hmm. and like that's fine. Like. I think Yellow Jackets, so far from what I've seen, actually does it right. I haven't watched the whole thing. I want to see it so bad. The poster. So also, it hits everything that you like. Everything. Really? Like, everything I've seen, it hits. She's like, really? Really? Like, I know I did do that. <laughs> everything really? that I know that you like about a show is in there. So. Okay. On my list. Um, But, I, and I think whenever lesbians are done right, they're buried. So, like. Blind Manor. And yeah, like spoiler warning really now. <laughs> We're like every show ever. <laughs> I feel like that's also like a very like popular one, a very socially acceptable mm-hmm. one. Well, the thing so. is, these things can be done right. Like, okay, I don't like the woman loses powers at the end trope. But I do think that's done right, like with like X-Men, like Phoenix needs to be 
depowered a lot of the time at the end of her storylines and I think it works out or like I don't like pregnancy family at the end like why does that have to be the ending of this badass bitch's story that like she became an incubator like but Katniss Hunger Games does it so well I think that's there are exceptions to these rules I think in Bly Manor the barrier gaze trope was it was beautiful it didn't bother me no, and I don't think that was even barrier gaze trope. That was just storytelling. Yeah. And also, like, the lesbians were treated like people the whole time. Best example I have of barrier gaze is... Literally cried, sobbed. Vampire Diaries? Those two lesbians on there? They didn't need to die. That was, like, for no reason. Lesbians on vampires? There was only two lesbians, and they were those two witches, I want to say. Weren't they witches, like heretics or something? I don't... Oh, I might not have gone that far. They blew themselves up in a car. To like kill some sort of power in the car. It was so stupid. And I was like, those are like the those were like my first experience with like a teen show lesbian like that. Like that was right when like faking it was coming out and like I hated faking it. Was killing not killing Carter. What was that called? Finding Carter? God, I loved that show. Finding Carter was so good. But it was like the, during that generation of TV. I hated faking it or whatever the fuck it was. I yeah, I didn't I never finished it. It just they kept pissing me off. It was. Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? Where they faked being a lesbian couple so they could be popular? No. And then one of them was actually a lesbian and she was in love with her friend and the other friend was not gay at all. Oh my god. And then they constantly try to make you have sympathy for the straight girl. And I was like, I simply won't be doing that. So Ever. I'm watching tennis right now. <laughs> <laughs> lesbians. Lesbians. <laughs> that's, that's a terrible show. Yeah. I think for the time period, it was actually technically um, woke, not woke, but progressive. Yeah, because it definitely wasn't woke. <laughs> but I think it was progressive for the time period because it did center a lesbian storyline mm-hmm. as a main character. But it was a they fake storyline. Did she also have sex with a man? She was like, "Oh, maybe I'm bi. Like, maybe I can be bisexual." And then a man, like, they were like, "Oh, she's actually like." That's when I stopped watching. Was when she started fucking a dude, and I was like, "Bye." Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. And I am bisexual. I just if I'm watching a lesbian, like let the lesbian lesbian. That never happens either. When lesbians are just lesbianing, it has to be like a statement. It has to be a thing. Mm. A la Buffy. Her lesbianism was for rage. It was supposed to be representative of her rage. Stupid. I think she should have just gotten to eat kitty and die. I love Buffy. I never finished Buffy either though, actually. When Buffy dies and they bring her back and she's just literally like so depressed about being back. And she's like, you guys, she just left me alone. <laughs> it's literally was traumatic of the child. They did watch. the right thing, though. Right. Like as friends. I've, I've never actually gotten through that whole arc. They bring her back because without her, they would literally be ran through like that town would have been ran a train on by all these demons. And so they kind of needed her. Mm. And, like, they missed her as, like, a human being. But, like, she was like, you kind of should just fucking left me alone. So sad. She's like, I was literally at peace, and you guys brought me back to this. And the very end, the entire town collapsed in on itself. <gasps> oh. That's how the show ends? hmm Like, they all have to get on, like, they all try to get away on a bus, and behind them, the town is, like, literally collapsing in on itself because it's, like, built, I don't know the specifics, but it's, like, basically a black hole. But her being brought back, like, I can, like, picture that episode. And she's, like, walking. And it's, like, how it's filmed. You can tell it's, like, she's supposed to be disoriented. Oh, it's so fucking good. I actually just watched a TikTok on that episode. Like, some girl, like, broke down that arc for Buffy of her being brought back. So that's interesting to hear your perspective. It's so fucking good. I love Buffy. But I was Buffy's never the sure original barrier gaze, isn't like, it? I was never sure if I was allowed to watch it. So I'd only watch it if my parents like my dad would leave me alone in the house while he drove my brother to school um and it was like only a short amount of time like 15 minutes and i'd watch buffy at during that time i'd be like buffy time <laughs> to get like half an episode <laughs> yeah. in <laughs> yeah yeah but buffy was like the original barrier gaze i, I think don't remember for if willow dies willow doesn't die but her... willow's a lesbian her girlfriend dies oh <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the original barrier gaze was Willow's oh. girlfriend just getting shot for no fucking reason through a window or whatever. I mean, I'm sure there's a reason, but. Hmm? Are you sorry to Willow's girlfriend? Uh, yes. Or to her having to, to edit this. Yeah. Oh, I don't I'm care. Moving along. I'm trying to find it because I think I finally found it. Sorry. To... That's one thing I'm glad, like, 
I miss the peak of TV. I do. I was born into it. I was spoiled. Like, I think of shows like Ally McBeal and Buffy and all these shows that were just like fucking churning out like content that everyone on the set clearly cared about, which this will actually be a good segue back into First Kill. But I do miss like you aren't going to get a show nowadays like Heartstopper is technically a spinoff, right? Like of um, what's it called? The fucking whatever his sister's novel is. Um, his sister's the main character in her show. People love the sister in the show. We're not going to get a spinoff of that. We're, we're probably not for a long time. Like, there might be some prequel or some shit that's made, like, in a decade, but we don't get that anymore. You don't get a side character that's so loved. They're like, oh, we'll give him his own show. Yeah. Like, you don't see that kind of stuff anymore, but you also don't see passion from, like... Like, my biggest qualm with First Kill, my biggest, biggest like, bone to pick, was how it ended. Like, it very much... Like, we just had legacies like this was such a fresh like retreat into the time of like the vampire diaries and true blood and and the peak of like this kind of silly like let loose yeah campy like um monster show yeah like we don't have that anymore and i thought this would be like our segue back into seeing some of those things because most things kind of stick around and monsters are always gonna like those kind of media are always going to exist but like to see one actually end up as like a TV show again was exciting with a cast that actually gave a fuck and was like passionate about it was so exciting. The writers seemed to care, but it's almost like you can see the writers pulling back and petering off. And I was like, that's going to be an issue that Netflix is going to be like, well, look, but it's like they weren't given much and they were clearly supposed to be setting up a second season while giving enough meat to pull people in in a first season that they knew wasn't going to be boosted. And it's like it ending with like, monster college or like <laughs> magical it school was fast and the furious family but monsters i was fine with all of that <laughs> i just i wish it didn't end with monster school yes that's fun i personally i'm not would eat I that up gagged for it yeah me too i felt like it just it's I, like i said exclusively because of just having legacies on its last season well, and like no i i think i disagree i think the monster Monster University, if you will. Um, <laughs> Disney, please don't come for us. Mike Wazowski. I, <laughs> I think it was... Think it was giving. It, 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 was, it was giving. <laughs> it was giving hope for season two. Because they didn't... I don't think... I think the whole show was written before... Before... Um, I think the whole entire show was already written. I don't think they were writing as it was going on. So they didn't see the projection or lack thereof of the popularity and the support that the show was getting. Well, no, it got a lot of support. Well, that's what I mean. I don't I don't think I think if they had seen it as they were building it, I think that momentum would have stayed. But it almost feels like it just gets like desperate at the end. Like that's what it felt like. That's not the wording I, I don't think used. it was desperate either because I think like if you watch any pilot season of a show, it kind of leaves open-ended where it could continue or it could end right there and I think that's what they did perfectly like i think the monster university was the right move because <laughs> i don't know how else you would have ended it i just feel like it's I, I i do i get that perspective and i agree on that and like i said i was personally gagged i love a good monster school <laughs> i do i just feel like it i don't know because i just i saw this post the other day that was saying like a story that's not new magic, it's not old magic, it's magic's existed for 50 years and they're figuring out what to do with it. Like, that's the kind of energy where it's, like, clearly monsters existed mm-hmm. and then they didn't exist and now they're just starting to exist again so people have, like, an understanding. I feel like I wish that got elaborated on more. Like, maybe, like, a like a, like a monster research facility and, like, they could have done something similar but I don't know, like, specifically, like, teen monster school. It just feels like what network is going to want to continue that after how badly legacies crashed and burned like even before all those announcements because i'm assuming obviously all this was done within like a year to two years ago the writing and stuff i think schwab ended filming what like eight months ago or nine mm, like a year ago like she got off a year ago that's yeah right. so i'm assuming it was written like two years ago and so obviously legacies was just at the beginning of its descent then because the first season was well received and then the second season when it started to go bad so i'm trying to think of like when they were writing this what material did they have on like basically the only other monster school show out in present day 
I just feel like there's so many there. I feel like there was so much opportunity and room for growth and like for those writers. Yes, they're working with someone else's IP, but it's like from episode one, they've gotten to go wherever they wanted. And they took us a lot of places that I was like, oh, let's keep going this way. OK, let's keep going this way. Like, I feel like we never got. I don't feel like I didn't feel fulfilled by like the resolution of the brother. What's his name? Not glasses. Apollo. No, not the black brother, the white brother. Um, oh, I liked the Black Brothers. I loved that. I cannot think of Oliver. Yeah. That just came okay. straight in my brain. Um, and the sister. I what? literally, as I was trying to think of it, I just think, um, she emotionally manipulated him, bestie. <laughs> oh, the person on Twitter. Yeah. I said <laughs> what I said. I said, bestie. What's the sister's name? Isn't it Eleanor? Like, oh, Eleanor. thank you. I was like, <laughs> Meredith? I didn't like the Eleanor Oliver resolution like it felt like one it felt like oliver was winning and i just don't see that being a thing like i get him getting the upper hand but like she was straight up like in jail like with him as her lawyer i just don't i don't see him winning that much in one season over how smart and cunning and everything she'd been built up to be it was interesting i don't know i just felt like oliver was too stupid he was a puppet the whole time so for him to get everything he wanted, I don't know, but that's hard because like you said, like it's a pilot season. So they want as much momentum and room for exploration and growth. Yeah. So I think most of the stuff that came from me not liking it is just because like maybe that would have been fixed in a second season. But also like. It just makes me sad because I feel like how TV used to be, how it had like 22 episode seasons mm-hmm. and it had like multiple arcs and it would get to 100 episodes. If First Kill came out then, it would have done fantastic yeah yeah it's almost like the amount they put into that first season was the amount you would put into a first season 10 years ago not an amount you put into a first season now i feel like this biggest problem when it comes down to it is the same thing that um publishing is having a problem with right now is they want stuff going viral yeah if something doesn't go viral they don't think it is worth anything they don't want it to they they don't want to go through the struggles of growing a following uh, and, and actually marketing something yeah they, they want, want it viral yep so immediately if it has viral moments then it's good and it'll get renewed if it doesn't have viral moments then it's dead in the water tropification baby everything's a trope they're not even putting like bios on books anymore just the tropes that are in them like yeah sure fun like Bodyguard, medieval. Bodyguard, you say? Enemies to lovers. <laughs> like, sure, all of that interests me, and like, I would like to know that as like a tag on the book or something. Now, who's 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 the characters? Where are they at? What's going on? None of that matters anymore. They want they they pick every single book talk, like viral algorithm video is like. Horny quote, trope, 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 end of horny quote, release date. <laughs> like, that's all it is anymore. Like, I saw a video yesterday that was like, bratty, or like, it was something like bitchy assassin who set out to kill the princess and then like okay but um bratty princess who Damon is used Rock. to getting her way thing is i don't i don't know like i'm saying that would be a great trope for them <laughs> see these are all great fan fiction ideas yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing it's like anybody could fit into these things how am i supposed to know what the book's about like what happened to a, a good old book bio I remember the first time I was in Target and I picked up a book to read the back and I had it a straight to my face Ellen DeGeneres review instead of what the book was about. I felt like getting punched in the gut. <laughs> What's Ellen doing here? I didn't feel that way until 10 years later when I read It Ends With Us. And I said, What's Ellen doing here? <laughs> yeah, so I think that's some of the things that I added up to in not doing well. Where I feel like because Heartstoppers already had a fan base built into it. They had, like, those little cute edits that people made to go viral and stuff like that. And, like, uh, the cast was on, like, a lot of shows promoting it. Like, big shows. Yeah. I think that was part of the problem, too. And that their cast is all white. Hmm. 
where First Kill had a darker-skinned black girl as the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't even just black. She was a dark-skinned yeah. black woman. Like, I constantly think about the mistreatment of Bonnie on TVD, and it's like some people wouldn't even consider her dark skin. Like, there was almost zero dark skin representation on that show, and the one black girl that was on there was treated like shit. Like, literally killed off multiple times. And then the fans were like, Julie Pleck, come on. How many times are you going to kill your one black character and be like, will you guys miss her, though? <laughs> but will you guys notice? Like, who's going to save Elena? <laughs> Start there. Hello. Elena was the worst character, too. But God, did Nina Dobrev play that bitch. Oh, my God, Nina Dobrev. Every episode. Her is Catherine. Catherine. I just found out uh, Catherine was German. Obviously, they made her Bulgarian because Nina Dobrev's uh, clearly not German. But um, it was just funny to me that Apparently, originally, she's why they even met Elena, and her and Klaus were, like, homies. Like, oh, what? (laughs) And they were from the Renaissance. You made them from the Civil War for why? (laughs) You could have had a Renaissance Italian Buca di Beppo, and you chose a fucking racist! Oh, my God. God. Every time I'm Team Damon, I have to close my eyes and forget that him and Jasper were in the same war. Every time! (laughs) What a crossover that would be. (laughs) There was two vampires in that war. There was, unfortunately, so many vampires in the Civil War, all fighting for the racists. I'm going to say something controversial. Close your ears if you don't like it. Confederate would have won if fantasy was real, because all these motherfucking authors put their vampires on the racist side. Why did they do that? I don't know. And no one ever apologizes. No one ever talks about it. That's fascinating. Is it? Or no, is in it a bad way. Wrong. It's fascinating in a bad way. It's fascinating in the sense of like, why it's do... It's funny. Not funny like, ha ha. It's <laughs> funny like, weird. Yeah. <laughs> funny like, what the fuck? <laughs> then you look at their cast lineup and you're like, there's no Negroes here. Just like your vampires would have wanted. <laughs> We stretch that out. We're like, we're not yeah. talking. We're like, guess what? <laughs> Surprise, shoddy. We had a lot of thoughts. We just forgot what thoughts were like. We haven't sat down yeah, and had any. Yeah, when's the last time we recorded? I feel like I haven't uh, seen two you. Two weeks ago. That's it? No. Yeah. Like three. I feel like I haven't ago, seen you guys in a month. Yeah, but what a good summer. Hot nice. girl summer. Cough girl summer. Your yeah, cough's gone. It is. <gasps> Your I cough's coughing. gone. Whoa! I had a cough in like a week. <gasps> Oh yeah. my god! She's growing up! God, Last time we were here, I was coughing. Yeah! Wow! What a day. What a dollar. Like another day, another dollar. That's why I said it. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, I knew. It was just like the Mulan thing. I thought you were just you know, going with yeah, it. Yeah, I constantly think you're like making a joke, and then you're like, I didn't know what I was saying. <laughs> no, it... it I, I did it because I was like... I constantly think it's part of a bit. And then yeah. you're like, I got there. And I'm like... <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> another day, another dollar. No, that's the real one. But you were like, a dollar. Oh, I said, what a day, what, what a, a dollar. dollar. <laughs> yeah. Another day, another dollar. That's it. Dollar to more. <laughs> now she's spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that photo of Timothy Shalom, it's like, oh, God, they got her. <laughs> Yeah, I was just working. I come back and I'm like, Laura, Laura, are you there? Oh, God, he got her. <laughs> Laura, why did you say? What, what, what did you say? The photo of Timothy oh, Chalamet. Yeah, guess 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 oh, yeah, Laura, why did you say guess what? <laughs> what are we supposed to Laura? guess? Why is he here? Laura. Hello? What's he doing here? Oh, God, it got her. <laughs> I was just working. <laughs> Laura. Us. Laura. Laura. <laughs> Laura. <laughs> I literally said, guess what? I sent the thing and picture up to this gentleman and then just said. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, let the group chat explode. <laughs> Ow. Uh. How do I breathe without you? <laughs> Did you guys watch Anne with an E? No. Damn. Say it again. Anne with an E. No. Bisexual though, right? Anne of Green. 
Gables was all I fucking cared about as a child. Like, I was that bitch that I was watching Anne Green Gables. I was watching Little House on the Prairie. It's probably what I'm obsessed with you. And Anne, I liked how Anne on the Prairie too, because Laura. Laura, Anne. Oh my God. <laughs> Eight year old me is creaming her fucking pants that her best friends are named Laura and Anne. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, and, yeah, and. And then I said, <laughs> You're like, are gays even watching this? Are, are gay men even watching her videos? Is male gay? Are the male gays even watching? You should tell that story watching? on here. I don't know how to tell it again. Are the male gays even? Are men even watching her? There's this girl on TikTok, and she's Nicole, very beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Let's see what else she's posted. I'm curious. <laughs> and Nicole is watching her, and just the way that she films her TikToks and written herself and man. her body is makes her like she looks like the perfect girl that's written for a man, like. Everything about it, like, you know, I don't think we should have to explain it on this podcast. We've talked about it a lot, but like just what the male gaze is framed like for women. She just films herself in a way that is that to like a T. And so Nicole was showing her boyfriend and was like, look, doesn't she look like she's for the male gaze? Like, doesn't she look like the way she's filming is for the male gaze? And he was like, yeah, but are gays watching this? (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean he's like are gay men watching her videos and i was like gay men no not those types of gays the male gays like the male viewpoint (laughs) so fucking funny (laughs) like where the fuck do you pull gay men from (laughs) where the fuck are you pulling gay men (laughs) dude gay men love my dad yeah love him so my dad was buying, he, he was on his lunch break and he was at like Marshall's or something buying t-shirts and he couldn't decide between this color or that color. And so a guy comes up and he's like, hey, are you having a hard time choosing? And my dad was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know which color to get. I like both. And the guy touches his arm and he's like, <laughs> he's like, get both. I think you deserve it. And my dad was like, you know what? I do. <laughs> So he bought both shirts and then he told me the story and I was like, he touched your arm? And he was like, yeah, and then he wanted to get lunch afterwards, but I I said I had to go back to the office and then he asked if I come around here more often. And I was like, yeah, you're... You were getting hit on. You're getting there. And he's like, oh my God, a gay man was trying to ask me out. And I was like, yeah, he was, but you got the two shirts. You're going to think of him forever, huh? Now, anytime he wears one of those shirts... Tells that story. <laughs> he tells that story. <laughs> you know, Alexis has been looking at other women's teeth. They don't even know why I look at your teeth. Well, she normally only looks at Nicole's teeth. And she's doing out here. One other woman. Up. One other woman's teeth. And I told Nicole this story in person and she thought it was funny. And then I'm recounting the story to Laura, who then goes, <laughs> Oh my god, you're looking at other women's teeth. And then Nicole's like, oh, You're looking at other women's teeth? She knew the story. <laughs> Don't you guys think it's interesting that the male gaze has been utilized to where it's like a world viewpoint for them? Like they can watch a movie and they are the man that's saving the world. Whereas women, our male gay, our female gaze or whatever capitalism thinks it is, has been turned into consumerism. We are being sold our own view back to us instead of getting to be in our own view. We're rarely getting to see like Katniss Everdeen's. We're rarely getting to see jennifer's body-esque films and when they are made something like jennifer's body happens where it's a flop and it has to be a cult film because it was sold to men strictly because the female body was centered in it it's like there's this new thing on tiktok i've been seeing everywhere which is like the dark feminine energy or something like that and like it blows my mind because i i see women looking to it for empowerment in the same way that they looked at like the clean girl aesthetic when they're literally just experiences women should have if they want to authentically have those experiences or parts of our life and they're being repackaged and sold to us in a way that like I feel like is almost like a new phenomena of of like trends and tropes are being stamped onto books in the same way but now it's actually being applied to like our actual existence but I agree I feel like I can't say anything that's as concise as that right now did you hear me? I just went concise. Like I said, I, I think most of the French I know is straight from French media. Juliet. My sister, though, she went. Okay, so when we went to Cancun when I was in high school, I was translating. And then when we went to Spain, 
how pretentious does that sound? When we went to Spain. And then when we went to Spain in 2019, uh, Jesse was translating for us. It was really cool. But she was like having full on sentences. Like full on. And she was bargaining with this person to buy shoes. And I was like, how the fuck? You, you don't even bargain in English. <laughs> <laughs> she was so good at it. She got the shoes. The zapatos. I feel like it's easier to bargain in a language you you probably can butcher because then you can just pretend you don't understand what they're saying to you and they're like, no, it's more expensive. You're like, mm. Yeah, my mom got talked her way out of um, a parking ticket in Mexico because she's <gasps> like, I don't understand what you're saying. And then like, okay, well, like, just give us money. And she's like, I will follow you to a police station, but like, I don't, I can't speak Spanish and I'm not going to just give you money. And they're like, okay, we'll just leave. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just get out of here. <laughs> And she said, okay. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Adios. But yeah, I was super obsessed with French art film in like all of high school. Because that's what made me go into. Pretentious. It was pretentious. Like I'm not even going to front here. That was so pretentious. <laughs> I was really into French cinema. I was that person. I'm not ashamed of my past because I'm not her anymore. I'm not her anymore. <laughs> Just like my teeth, I don't fucking know her. My teeth don't know each other because my front teeth can't fucking touch. Can you do it again? <laughs> they don't know each other. It's That's... just crazy because unless you're like actually really looking for it, even when you show it, you don't notice it. Yeah. They're like literally almost touching. Yeah. Yeah. They're so close. I like my teeth. I like how my teeth look. Well, they're only like that because I put my, like, see? That's how my daughter sits. Oh, I show you guys it's like that. I like that face. Looks You're like, not supposed to look at me. Like it's giving me chicken run. Look, let me, because you know they have their face like that. Oh, you're run. right. <laughs> Here, Laura. <laughs> it's giving chicken run. I don't want to be a pie. Yeah, open, <laughs> say, say pie a little longer. Are you recording me? No, I'm trying <laughs> to see your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I was making you say pie so I could see your back molars. Oh. They look amazing. Thanks. The left up one. Don't even hurts. deserve to look at her back. Yeah, bowlers. you don't. <laughs> you know what? I feel like look. I feel like I've been attacked enough today. All right. I already got assigned beta at birth, and now I'm fucking <laughs> being told I can't see your molars, and that's fucked. People listening to this are like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> There's I mean, lore to literary bitchcraft. <laughs> there is. Cursed. Do you want to be Omega? You can be an Omega. I don't. I'm not an Omega. She just wants to be an Alpha. Yeah. So I she's know. throwing a tantrum. Which is such a beta. <laughs> she can't even deny it. No, because what I was going to say was I think genuinely when we met, I was an alpha. And I think being you around were you guys, a recovering Christian. <laughs> I was Catholic. Oh, That's yeah. Christian. No, different. No, I, was, I, was I was a part of the type of church that if you said Christian, they would get pissed. Me Catholicism. too. Catholic. Christianity. It's still the same thing. It's branched <laughs> from them. But if you no, were told you were. Different. The thing is, the saints. The seriousness regarding the saints, that to Christians, like non-denominational Christians or Christians, will be looked at as worshiping false idols. There's a yeah. huge, My, huge gap. Okay, but if you go outside and you touch grass, everyone else, it's Christian. To normal people. To normal people. Yeah, to I'm normal people. To tell <laughs> but not to, not to people. My, my grandma, RIP in pieces, Lola, she is convinced that I'm going to hell because I didn't, I don't know the saints. My great grandma died because she wouldn't go to Protestant church. A Protestant hospital. Excuse me. But this is the one who saw her parents and they were like, wow, see you soon. How fucked is that, though, in her dream? Maybe that's why she knows where you're going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, in. make sure Nicole Ann knows all the saints. And she said, she fuck. Don't. <laughs> she don't know them. Cue the fan. <laughs> she starts spinning that shit. One day. Would you learn the saints? If the span fit, if the span fans, if the spin, if the fans spins, <laughs> if the span fans, if the fan spins, she'll learn the saints. Yeah, see, I don't think they give a fuck. Yeah. Nah, that's cool then. They would have told you. Lightning strikes outside. Ooh, that's, a, that's not what we asked for. <laughs> Wrong sign. I'm ignoring it. <laughs> This sign can't stop me. I can't read anyway. I love the Come trope on, Leah, in Michelle. like movies or something where they ask for a sign, but it's not the sign they ask for. And they're just like, no. It's very Lee Michelle of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, can't I can't read. read. I can't read. So late. I don't want to read. Arthur's so funny. I fucking love that show. <laughs>
the only thing I remember about Arthur is um his library card. <laughs> when you sent that load, <laughs> I think about it all the time. I got my library card. <laughs> I was so excited, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm just like Arthur." He just like moved the room. Yeah, why did you? Who was that? <laughs> that was the sign. I saw the sign. It opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. Um, one of the, I think the guitarist from that was a Nazi. Oh, that band. Wow. Fun facts. Fun the facts with Laura. <laughs> it's just for all over again. <laughs> yeah, when, I remember getting older and just being like, Jasper was a Confederate soldier. Yeah, when I first read it, I didn't like really no click because I was like eleven. Older, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> he was racist. And like the things you're, he, the way you're sitting to he's racist racist <laughs> well and the things he noticed about Maria too if you think about it you're like he's like that's a Latina woman or a Mexican woman but she's white so I'll talk to her that's a bit suspicious Jasper that's a bit suspicious Jackson Rathbone fine as fuck though I will say that this is the concert I got COVID at ah She's a maniac, maniac with COVID. With COVID on the floor. I was on the floor too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same one that I almost got shot up. It's she, oh Jesus. Yeah, you really were like, oh my god, like there might be a shooting. You were like so worried for you. I was like checking Twitter like every fucking thirty. I know, minutes. me too. I was like checking your location. Yeah, I was checking your location and checking Twitter like literally every fifteen minutes until you gave me like the all clear. Like, okay, we're yeah. good. And then you left, <clears throat> and then you got COVID. Yeah. I didn't even connect I those was, two. I didn't feel good that night. Damn that fast! Like I was already coughing at that concert, and I was like, "Oh, I probably am, like have a cold." So we just like felt like run down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, we just got back from LA, and now we're here, and like I have the cough, and like I'm just overly tired. Like I probably have a cold." And the next day, I woke up and I was like, oh, "I don't feel good." Took the test, negative, and I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." I went to like took a nap, woke up with a massive fever, and my mom's like, "You need to take another test. Cause I bet you you're positive now." I was like, no way. I took it earlier. I probably just have a cold. It's fine. Or it's like the flu. And the next morning I took the test and it instantly turned positive. <laughs> yeah. As soon as like you could see the, like the liquid mm-hmm. moving through the test and it went through the actual like not because the control one is further away from the test mm-hmm. one. And as soon as it passed, it was a line. I said, oh, shit. Damn. And then I called my boss. I said, guess what? <laughs> You're never going to guess. But I have COVID. I can't believe James got COVID for the new year because then like. I remember we'd driven out to the big COVID testing site and um, they were like, we can't take you today. There's too many people in line. I was like, cool. Okay. We'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, him and Nicole got it right when everyone was, mm-hmm. it went I waited, spike. I waited. Uh, and everyone was trying to get tested. Four yeah. hours in line. Yeah. I tried to wait at the church, but then they were like, if someone you know is for sure positive, don't wait at this church in line. Like, just come here if it's a maybe. Like, but if you are like, because it was so, so many people had it, they were like, you're going to give it to the people in line if you don't have it. Mm, like, yeah, true. And so then we went to back to the COVID testing at the next day and they were like, we're closed for New Year's Eve. I was like, what the fuck? Just because it's a new year, new me doesn't mean <laughs> I can't, don't have COVID. <laughs> new year, new disease. Yeah. Disease. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So then we came back the next day and, um, Finally got tested. So we had to wait like four days before we could actually get a test. Razor. And I was just really hungry. I generally think my body fought it off because it was a negative, but I was like starving. And I know that's like a nervous response. So that's possible. But I've never been ferocious like that in my life. And I have been stressed my whole life. So besides the not feeling well, it was like super nice to have like five days where like I didn't wasn't expected to do literally anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like. I don't even have to really be a person. I can just I know. chill. I wanted to go over so bad. Just hang out with her? Yeah. <laughs> I did really want to see you. I got to drop you off medicine from a distance and watch you waving on your balcony like a princess, but... Oh, that's cute. That was it. I went back too soon. Because I went back to the back yeah, for you five did. days, and I, like, felt like fucking shit yeah, at work. I remember that. Did you have to go back? Kind of, Yeah. I mean, the woman on HR was like, I hope you don't feel like you were, like, pressured to come back. But it's like, my boss was there, and they're like, oh, I only have this temp person for a couple days, like, and I'm on vacation, we need you back. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, I'll come back Tuesday, which was my five days. 
and I felt like shit. I went home during lunch. I was going to say, you took a half day, I think, right? No, I went home during lunch, came back. I did not bring my shoes back. I was wearing flip-flops. Oh. I took off my shawl, and I was just wearing a tank top, which, like, I never do, because I just feel like it's unprofessional to show your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Even though I wear, like, jeans and a t-shirt normally, but it's, like, at work, I'm not showing my shoulders. I, I don't work. I don't show you weirdo. I don't show my shoulders at work either. Yeah, like I just feel like at work I'm. Shouldn't I feel like I'm shoulders. not supposed to. Yeah, and so like I was just wearing my tank top in yeah. my fucking office. I kicked off my flip flops. I was walking around my office with bare feet. Yeah. Because I have a printer in my office, but like, I, if I have to get something, I have to get up and walk around and get to the printer. So I was just walking around with my bare ass feet. I mean, so they should I have been left. happy you were there. So. As soon as I as soon as five o'clock, I just left. Put on my yeah. flip flops and I left. What was I gonna say? None of the girls in the office too. They they don't they don't wear tanks and even like the dresses that they do wear that are kind of short sleeve, they're like cap sleeve. So like I I it doesn't say in the dress code, but I just feel like I don't want to. I feel like that's like an unwritten rule. Like it's yeah. like the three fingers rule you had in high school. I feel like it just ingrained that maybe in us where it's like yeah, your straps I, I, need to be I, wide enough. I think it's that. Because yeah. I, I even think about, like, news anchors. That's, like, the only time I see women in professional settings with their shoulders showing. And it's always still jarring when I, like, turn on the news and see, like, a news anchor with her shoulders out. Like, even I'm the always like dress is really nice. I'm, I'm always like, oh, wow, they're letting her do that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and but even then, when you think about it, it's always, like, those really, like... They're pretty thick. They're thick They're, like, shoulders, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who... I liked how you said it, though. I don't know who... Lasagna. <laughs> That's, um... Darla and Finding Nemo. Piranha. I love Finding Nemo. What's Ellen doing here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we can wrap this one up. Just like they wrapped up Final Kill. Forever. First kill? What? First. Did I say Final Kill? Because <laughs> so, in my head I was going to make a Final Kill joke. Because it's the end of the show. Just like they wrapped up First Kill. Forever. <laughs> And scene. Catch us on maybe Lip Bitch Pod. I need to pay for our domain. LipBitchPod.com. Email us at LitBitPod at gmail.com. Catch us on all of our socials, either Lip Bitch Pod or Lip Bit Pod if they don't believe in bitches. But we do. Literary Bitchcraft. Bitch.